This is God's word. God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. How are you doing right now, villagers? How are you doing? <laughs> These are sobering times, um, very sobering times. Uh, this will get to an encouraging point, I'm hoping, I'm praying, uh, but we need to look at reality. Uh, every day, uh, pollution creates holes uh, in the ozone layer, and they're created uh, uh, just at the points above uh, Australia and New Zealand, and so their skin cancer rates are extremely high. Uh, and every year, uh, loved ones, uh, your loved ones, my loved ones, our loved ones, uh, pass away from illnesses and diseases. Uh, and every few years, uh, bull markets uh, turn into uh, bear markets and loved ones uh, lose their jobs. Uh, every so often, terrorists terrorize and uh, they do that to gain influence and it works. And uh, now we have a new global pandemic, uh, COVID-19. Uh, so you wonder, is the throne of God uh, unoccupied somehow? Is the throne of heaven unoccupied? We, we don't know who's been exposed right now. Uh, I don't know which of my loved ones have been exposed. Uh, perhaps you feel timid with what's happening. I feel timid. <laughs> I have a sister in Tunisia, uh, and um, she gets no travel insurance coverage right now. Uh, so, and a friend of hers was just diagnosed with it. So, um, that's how I'm doing right now. This is really uh, it, hitting close to home. Um, and so, how are you doing? Uh, on a normal day, uh, you and I face quantifiable uncertainty. So, every time you get into a car uh, and you go and you, you drive, you know kind of the potential outcomes in advance. There's 300,000 motor vehicle accidents that occur in Canada every year. That's quantifiable uncertainty. You know the odds, you can face them, you get in the car to bring the kids to hockey practice. But if as a village church we were to drop you in the middle of a jungle where you had no food, no shelter, no cell phone, uh, that's unquantifiable uncertainty. There's no plans of doing this to you at the village right now. Uh, but that's the example, right? Uh, unquantifiable uncertainty is what you would face. And right now, um, we're in this place of unquantifiable uncertainty. Not just uh, one person in a jungle, but now on a global scale. You and I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or this next month or what this year will look like. And that's unquantifiable uncertainty. And this was my experience when I was 14, walking out on my parents' front porch, asking them what's going on. They said, we're losing the house. We don't know what's next. And and I, I remember just the, the, the panic, um, these the unknowns kind of piling on top of one another. And we, we did lose the house, but it was 
It was the unquantifiable uncertainty that was really the most scary on, on that day on, on that front porch. And, and that day and that front porch uh, is now our present reality. You and I are on the, in that day on that front porch with this unquantifiable uncertainty. You don't know what's next with your job. You don't know what's next with your retirement savings. We don't know what's next with the village church. Uh, we don't know what's next for our loved ones. Uh, this sermon today, more than any other sermon, uh, is sobering uh, for me. And uh, this day is sobering uh, for me. Uh, but Jesus talked about this day. Uh, he said in John 16, 33, in this world, you will have troubles. God does not guarantee no trouble. God does not guarantee no trouble. The psalmist talks about the earth literally, literally uh, giving way. Uh, as Canadians, uh, we are uh, sheltered from many, many natural disasters, but we need to go with the psalmist. He experienced, he's, he's picturing something more frightening than COVID-19 or COVID-20 or COVID-23 or any other natural disaster. The, liter the earth literally breaking apart. And what's he getting at? And, I, and you need to almost see it to, to understand it, what it would be like uh, to experience an earthquake, what it would be like to experience a tsunami. And... Uh, and when we look at that, we, we need to remember God doesn't guarantee no trouble. The mountains will fall into the heart of the sea. The earth will give way. Um, that that uh, will happen um, in some form or another. And, uh, and that's what... After finding the most traumatic, uh, the most traumatic natural phenomenon he could, uh, he he says, you know, there's a natural phenomenon and it's trauma, and then there's God, and he says God is greater than that natural phenomenon, and God is greater than that chaos. God is greater than that crisis, and so typically, uh, the Psalms. Uh, begin with chaos, and then they make their way to God's provision. But this, this psalm begins with God's provision. Psalm 46, God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in time of trouble. He, he f starts there. The provision of God is the first line. The provision of God is the first line. The first line, God is our refuge and our strength. On your Facebook feeds, in your conversations, in your connecting with loved ones, is this your first line? The psalmist says his refuge is not God and his first world government, not God and the fact that he's reasonably healthy, not God and his self-isolation measures, but God and God alone. That's it. That's it. That's his refuge. God and God alone. They say, 
perceived control increases calm. So we feel very much in control normally. Uh, we have calm because of it. We can do the shopping. We can do the errands. We can go to work. When we get out of control, though, we can't handle it. We do weird things like stockpile copious amounts of toilet paper. The, the psalmist does the complete opposite. The complete opposite. The psalmist has a complete opposite reaction amidst the, un the, the, the fact that he cannot control uh, his circumstances. What's his secret? He says, control is not mine to take. In the words of Lakato, which I mentioned earlier, he recognizes the one reality and it changes everything. What is this one reality? Heaven does not have an unoccupied throne. Heaven does not have an unoccupied throne. God's will on the throne, it's not his will that you and I live each day with fear, just trembling. That's not his will. I, 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 I hear the fear, I get it, and I have many unknowns presently, each one of us do, uh, but we take so much for granted. We take it for granted that we have a God who understands microscopic organisms like viruses, and, and that he's sustained galaxies since the beginning of time. He's sustained them perfectly. Easter is just around the corner. We take it for granted that Jesus saw earth, that he said, I want to be with them. I want to be with them. Imagine Jesus in the garden before his death. Visualize him in pain. Visualize him before his death. Uh, heavy hearted, tears in his eyes, carrying the reality of the world on his shoulder. And, and why did he do that? He left the throne once. And he left it for one reason only. So that when we look up to heaven, we know we have listening ears. And we, we can't see God as, as impenetrable and callous and confused in the midst of COVID-19. We can't do that. He doesn't, he's not any of those things. And he's not taking a vacation. He's not falling asleep on the job. And can you imagine the worst possible event when, when a cloud covers you, you, maybe you've been there this week, maybe you've been there this year, maybe you've, you've been there. Remember Jesus in that garden when he, when he sweat blood. Remember that he did it for a day when there would be no more death, no more disease, no more sorrow, no more sadness. That's, that's why he did this. And, and remember that, that he did that, like when, when, you, when you feel like you can't handle reality, remember that you have a God who has handled reality and that he, he did this on the cross for you. When he died on the cross for your sin, for your sin, for, for my sin, for every crack that you see in the world, that one day... Every sad thing could become untrue. Um, remember, see, see the newspapers are saying 
everything's changed. Everything's changed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot has changed. Uh, but don't be afraid. Uh, not everything has changed. Uh, we we have a, a we have a good God. We had a good God. We have a good God. We will have a good God. And so if 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 God is for us, then then what what is a virus? Like, don't be afraid. In the span of history, what is a virus? Like, it, if if he is for me. What is a bankruptcy? One by one by one by one, when my parents' business went bankrupt, bankrupt, each one of my siblings fell to our knees before God in a beautiful way. The bankruptcy triggered all of that. All of it. I, I don't know, like, what God's doing here. Like, I don't know. Um, but don't be afraid because he's got this. He's got this. If God is for us, who can be against us? What can be against us? Since he didn't spare his own son, since, since he gave his own life, won't he also give us everything else that we need? Everything. Everything else that we need. If Christ died for us, and if he's raised to life for us, then, and, and he's sitting on the throne, in, in, in the place of honor at God's right hand, if he's pleading for us, then, then we don't need to be afraid. We don't. Uh, heaven does not have an unoccupied throne. Right now, heaven does not have an unoccupied throne. Can anything separate us from Christ's love? I'm convinced that nothing can. Nothing can ever separate us. Uh, neither life nor death, neither angels nor demons, our fears today, our worries about tomorrow, nor any power of hell. Uh, can, nothing can separate us from Christ's love. No power in the sky above nor in the earth below Nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God. Nothing. Remember the pleading of Jesus that night with only the trees and the parched grass to comfort him. His, his disciples had fallen asleep. Remember Jesus at Easter time. Remember Jesus, God, left the throne for one reason and one reason only. For you. And, and right now, he's seated on that same throne for you. Do not be afraid. Let's pray. Living God Almighty, grant us this grace that we would not be afraid at this time. Grant us the grace to live out of this confidence, to live out of this ever-present reality that the throne of God, the throne of heaven, is not unoccupied. Help us to taste and see your presence with us in this moment. 
help us to cling to that this week when our present reality sinks in more deeply. God, fill us with the same confidence that filled the psalmist when he wrote, God is our refuge and our strength, our ever-present help in time of trouble. Though the mountains give way and fall into the heart of the sea, you are with us, you are for us. We will not be afraid. Because of Christ, in Christ, and through Christ, we pray these things. Amen.